Welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then this is not your average podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard. And I'm Chloe. We've had a really busy week. We've been away without the children. We have, although not for the for a whole week. No, you've just been for all- one night. I was away without the children most of the week. Yeah, you've been away for work on and off to different places during the week. But you came up to Birmingham where I have one of my offices on Friday night. Yes, and it was it was really nice for me actually because... Uh, I actually got to have the kids picked up and then I came on the train and I haven't been on the train for for so long. I mean, obviously Richard travels a lot for work, so it's not quite as novelty for him, but it was nice for me to just sit down with a book. And some alcohol. Yeah, I I may have had a small drink. A small drink. And and some snacks. And And made a new friend. And made a new friend. Uh, But it was just nice to just sit there and just relax. And Richard had said to me beforehand, oh, have you got some headphones you can listen to, some music or whatever? And I was like, no, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to read and I'm going to look out the window and I'm going to be in my own little bubble of not being being mum uh, and just having some time to myself. It was lovely. But you shocked me because I was waiting at Birmingham New Street Station, which is easily the biggest railway station in the United Kingdom. And picture this, it's Friday evening. I'm waiting there from about half six, quarter seven, for my wife to arrive. And, you know, bear in mind, I've been in office all day. I'm just waiting for Chloe to arrive. I'm waiting for Chloe, my wife, to arrive. My wife, who, after a week with the children's tired, bedraggled, she's had to get on a taxi, get in a taxi, get on a train, come all the way to Birmingham. She's going to be knackered. So I'm waiting for Chloe to appear. And I've, I've messaged her on WhatsApp and told her where I'm standing. And I keep looking at my watch and she's not there. And I'm looking up at the concourse. I'm looking up at the, the, the digital displays telling me which time the trains are getting in, etc., etc. And then all of a sudden I look and in the right-hand side of my peripheral vision comes this woman who sort of looks like my wife. Sort of looks like my wife, but it can't be my wife because my wife doesn't have straight hair. My wife usually has curly hair. And there you were with straightened hair. But what got me was the boots, these black patent leather knee-high boots you you've got a huge grin on your face just at that well I I, I, I any guy in his mid-40s who sees his wife walking down a station concourse with full makeup and you know straightened hair and black leather boots it, there was a wow factor yeah i think you were expecting my my standard uh uniform of leggings and converse leggings converse looking tired after a long week with the kids and it wasn't you looked gorgeous and I'm you know you look gorgeous all the time but I mean this was gobsmacking I remember getting in the taxi to go back to the hotel thinking oh dear I'm in trouble tonight you wow. know I, I, it's nice for me when I'm not being mum to uh, to just be myself for a bit I guess and, and wear something that's probably a bit less practical than than day-to-day life and just to um, I don't know I think it's part part of what helps us reconnect when we've been away for a bit from each other or when I've been really immersed in stuff with the kids is just to just to be me I guess just to not wear something covered in food or but I, bu- I booked a table for us to go out for a really nice meal without the kids somewhere where you could never take the children it was I think it was more performance performance art done with me wasn't it 
Well, that that just sounds ominous. Well, it does, but it was one of these Churrasco, uh, Radizio restaurants like they have in Brazil and Argentina where you get the, the green and the red tag where you turn it over green if you want meat carved at the table or red if you want them to stop. And we got there and we ate for two hours. It was a leisurely meal. But people had been and gone and had been placed at the tables by the time we left. Yeah, as we said in a previous podcast about our people watching, we we literally had no chance to people watch because we were so busy. Well, we were watching Apart people. From a couple of we people were watching... with strange tattoos. We didn't people watch at all. Yeah, we the the people we were watching were the were the men coming out with skewers of meat. Really, just getting excited of them. Oh my goodness, this one's got lamb. Let's welcome him over. Bring him over here. But it was amazing. I mean, you ate more than I did, and I'm I'm a huge guy, and I you know I stopped eating about half an hour before you did. I don't think women get meat sweats, so I think we can. <laughs> I think we can just you know, know keep going. I, I just I just got to a point where I was sitting there watching you every time a guy came over with chicken or with 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 beef or whatever. It's like yeah, I have some more. I was thinking, where does she put it all? Well, in my boots. See? Is that what it was? That's why, yeah, I, that's why, that's why I had the boots on, so you could feel your boots. <laughs> so okay, that, that makes perfect boots. sense. But afterwards, we headed back to um, the hotel that I use in Central Birmingham, Latour, which is uh, it's currently a Marco Pierre White hotel with it's it's okay it's got aspirations above its grandeur but um it was nice just to you know sort of collapse in a heap in the hotel bar with my wife till twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning and then you know head upstairs and see what happens but um and then crash out and go to sleep yeah right so sleep is one of your pet topics that you keep bugging me about isn't it it is because as you get older i think sleep becomes more important definitely when once you have children but I think generally you know sleep is something that people talk about and they'll be you know how are you oh they'll come into work and they'll be like oh do you know what I just I've had the worst sleep this week or or things like that I mean a lot of people now have the sleep apps on their phone to monitor that I don't sleep. get it I've, I've never done that I don't I don't quite know how I get on with it because my sleep's awful my sleep's terrible as well but I think that I can blame that on many sleepless nights of small babies and things and even now children are older they still wake in the night but I think I think it's um I think it's something that people struggle with more now because of there are so many distractions you know in the day you would go to bed maybe you would watch tv or read a book and go to sleep whereas now we're sort of in a 20 yeah yeah, we're in a digital age we're contactable pretty much 24 hours a day and unless you set your phone to a sleep mode yeah there's all the notifications going off yeah, and you can easily get sucked into that thing. You might wake up in a bit of restless uh, sleep in the night and maybe go to the bathroom or something. And then Daily you just, Mail sidebar of shame. Yeah, and then you just look at something on your phone and then before you before you know it, it's been an hour and a half of you just looking at pointless. You start off, you start off looking at one thing and then before you know it, you know, you're looking at someone's birthday messages on Facebook and then the next thing you know, you're looking up the ex-girlfriend of your next door neighbour Really, and I don't, some I don't party that she went to. I don't cyberstalk people on Facebook. I get I get trapped in sort of I don't know, watching shit on YouTube that I would never normally watch. Just like utter rubbish. Yeah, I have to say I have woken up in the middle of the night and sort of rolled over and been blinded by that light that comes from a a, a tablet or a or a, a netbook or and something. It doesn't matter how how far you fade that brightness down on the device you're always going to blind your partner you know and there's always that thing of like oh you know if you woke up in the night and your your partner's on their phone and stuff you know are they watching porn or something like that no they're watching videos about someone testing out caravans yeah well okay i don't need to watch porn i've got you next to me yeah I anyway know. caravans are sort of porn they are for you or it will be someone in a in a bivy bag on top of a hill somewhere you know 
Funk, funky Prepper. Yeah, it could be anything like that, though. Darren Funky Prepper. But I think, you know, I, I think, I don't know, sleep is just a, a big thing now. I know definitely when um, the children were very small, you become obsessive over babies and sleep and you meet up with other mums and the conversation is always how much, how, you know, how did they sleep last night? Oh, they didn't sleep very well at all. Or, oh, do you know, I got four solid hours last night before I had to get up. And then, I don't know, it just sort of sticks with you. But even even my friends who who don't have children or have got very sort of much older children, there's still that this thing about how much sleep do you get? Is it enough sleep or is it good quality sleep? And as I say, lots of people monitor their sleep with apps now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've i got an app on my phone which tells me how many footsteps I've done and how many calories that is. And how, or, no, it, it tells me how many quarter pounder burgers that would have been or how many Mars bars that would have been, which just makes me more hungry and I just want to have a Mars bar and a, and a quarter pounder, which is just completely ridiculous but i've stopped using it because as i said it tells me how many steps i've done and then i get combative and i think well i haven't done i could have done another two i did five and a half thousand yesterday afternoon why didn't i do five and a half there and you, and you get to a point you think do you know what letting myself down i can't be bothered to even look at it you don't like that pressure that you you're in competition with yourself it's too much pressure yeah it's it's also the fact that you know it forces me when when i first started doing it i would go and walk the dog and i get back to the top of the cul-de-sac where we live and it would say you've done 6425 steps today and i keep going i go back round the block for another mile to do another two and a half thousand steps but i think that's the whole point though because it's there to encourage you to do more exercise I, I, whereas the sleep app i don't know is that is that encouraging you to have more sleep or is it just to see if you have better sleep i mean one of the things that I've come across the most from it is people who actually use the sleep apps where it records you when you're sleeping and then you can play it back. And then what? because because they will have disagreements with their partner over, no, I don't snore, but you snore very loudly. And they well, say, no, I don't re- it snore. It actually records... Yeah, it records the sound. I I'd mean, find that intrusive in case I, I, I got assume, sent somewhere. Or... I assume that, uh, you know, if you have any other bedroom activity in the night, maybe... Well, you wake up from your sleep. It doesn't necessarily record that. I don't know. Activity, what like skipping or yeah, exactly, playing Um, cross stitch or something. Yeah, or uh, but anyway, yeah. So I I know there are people out there who have used this and then sort of said to their partner, "Aha, you do snore very loudly. Listen to this. Aha, you do talk in your sleep. This is your bank account details or whatever. Exactly. you, You talk in your sleep. You do this thing when you fall asleep where you start talking." utter rubbish it doesn't happen all the time the thing is sometimes by the time we get to bed i am so very tired and i'll be in bed and richard will be faffing with something and or he'll be talking to me and and bless you i love you but you can go into the most incredible detail about anything and you know it is you just talk at me for ages and i'm but, but I'm you, listening. But you start talking about cheese it's always well, no because n- i'm n- listening normally cheese you'll talk to me you'll be talking to me and then you'll say and and the cheese was lovely and glittery. And, and I'd be like, uh, what does and that got to do is, with the topic of conversation? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I'm listening and I'm nodding and I'm making the the right sounds. And then I just, I'm so tired. I kind of fall asleep. But it's only for a split second. Because uh, I think they say that when you dream, it's actually the, the final few uh, seconds right, before so you wake why? up. The other night, did you say that I should get an American American Power Rangers costume? You going to I think that was just a fantasy I was maybe having. I don't you know. You said to me, you said to me, I want you in a Power Rangers, American Power Rangers costume as you were going to sleep. And I was terrified. This is the thing. See, there's a lot of Power Rangers on the TV that the children watch. And I can only imagine that it's obviously stemmed from there. 
Uh, but I it certainly don't remember doing that. It caught it. me completely blindsided. I was thinking, because I don't know. I was thinking, do well, I, thank goodness you told do, me. Is, is she because being serious? Do I eBay? Do I look on eBay and find one and get one and wear one? Do they do a fat I was going to say, I'm, I'm just glad that you've told me because if you came back from one of your trips from work and I opened the door and you're there in a Power Rangers thing, I'd, I, I don't know what I would do. I think I'd probably die of shock. Well, you told me to buy it. I could say, but you said, and you, you said when we were in bed that you wanted this Power Rangers outfit. I could, you know. There's quite... a general rule: anything said in the bedroom should never be said outside the bedroom. So we should edit this conversation. Maybe take it out of the podcast. No, I don't think. So. I think the whole world should hear it. But, but I, I, I'm, I'm grateful that you know when you wake up in the hotel room and you think you're so used to being on your own hotel room. It was nice to wake up on Saturday morning and actually have you there. Snoring. Yeah, but at least you were there. Yes. I I was there and I was I was already feeling a bit hungover from the wine the hungover. previous night. You'd had, you'd, you'd, I, I, you know, we went hit the hotel bar and I bought you a double vodka and apple juice before we went to bed. So I thought you might thought it might make you a bit I don't know more friendly, pliable, <laughs> pliable, <laughs> pliable. Either way, I woke up because I had my Power Rangers outfit in my in my bag. Oh, there's a mental image I, I can't get out of my mind now. But uh, yeah, I did did feel rather hungover. But I know I know for you that you that hate been, sleeping that, alone that, that, now. That would have been the crappiest Christmas present ever. I know that you hate sleeping alone, so I it was do. nice for you to not be at home but to wake up not by yourself. Well, I do this thing in hotel rooms where I make a virtual wife out of pillows and cuddle it. When I'm, on my, when I'm on my own. If I'm not too tired. If I'm that tired, I'll just collapse. But if I can't sleep, I'll make a you out of pillows. I mean, I don't hump it. I'm just saying I make a virtual you out of the big pillows and I cuddle that and I go to sleep. Oh, well, it's probably about as squishy as me. But this just suddenly reminds me, and we will we will add a, um, a photo evidence of this to, to our page. But uh, the last time Richard and I shared a, a hotel room together, he did not make a pillow model of myself he made a large pillow model of a penis a phallus with with well i to be fair he did it and i said that doesn't look right because they're spare pillows and you've not got any testicles so we added that on so we 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 added that on so you are partly it was it was a joint effort but six foot he started with 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 a big Happy with a bit of, a <laughs> bit of towel. towel coming out the end but i was literally packing up our bags you know we've got to check out soon let's get ready to go and then he starts faffing with this duvet cover and i'm saying why are you why are you trying to make the bed i've, I've made sure we haven't left anything in there and uh, and then the next thing i know he's like rolling it and pushing it and doing all these funny things and there's this giant and it's the length of the bed i mean it's it's hanging off the end of the bed that's the whole as, point as i say we spent w- fellas i will put a picture of this on the uh, not quite the afterglow facebook page so you can all see it but honestly and then and then afterwards he was like you have to take my picture so he's got this uh huge grin with double thumbs up next to it like i'm so proud <laughs> It's how you leave the bed when you want the maid to come in and go, oh, no. Because you see the people who make the bed, you know, in, in the hotel with the, t- the telephone cord wrapped round that, as if they've killed someone. Well, I'm I'm a little bit more creative than that. I mean, it would have been I'm fair enough if, a trend. We, if we'd come come back to the room and we'd had towel swans or something beautiful <laughs> or as uh, as our, our friend Andrew had his boxer shorts that he sleeped, was sleeping in, rearranged into some sort of fanciful oh, yeah. shape on the bed. Yeah. But we'd had none of that. So, you know, the, the poor people who were cleaning the room just got this ginormous phallus <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, I made their day. Because they probably took a photo, took it downstairs, said, look what the people in room 409 did. Or they thought, oh my goodness, this is going to take even longer to take all the pillowcases and stuff off. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to sterilise this whole room. Yeah. I, I, I like to be slightly different. I like to leave the hotel staff guessing. I really do. Well, next time we stay in a hotel, I don't want you trying to make other things. <laughs> I, th- I think a, a new career in, in pillow and duvet blending into artistic things. I think maybe maybe people listening to the podcast should do it themselves and send photos in. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. Feel free to show us if you can make one out of your own duvet cover. Yeah, that'd be good. If, if you if you, if you you want to do that and send it into the Facebook page, I will judge them. Or you can judge them. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to judge fallacies, but you can certainly have a go doing it. Oh, you know, if maybe, I have may, to. May, maybe we could, wait, wait, we could do a how-to and people can give it to people for Christmas as a present. That'd be good. Put it in their Christmas card and say, this is your hotel guide. This is what you do. Well, you do stay in hotels a lot. So maybe, actually, from now on, you do that every hotel room and we'll, we'll make a calendar. We'll do, we'll do 12 yeah, we could, a year. We, we, could do, we could do 12 a year. Or get people could send in. We can make a, a not-quite-the-afterglow, not-phallus calendar people can have every month there'll be someone else who's done this in a hotel room in boise in idaho or in sydney australia whoever's listening so yeah it would make a really crap christmas present wouldn't it yes oh and uh but i think there are worse presents you could get i have to say now a couple of years ago richard asked me and bless you because you do try and give me good presents and sometimes you do give me fantastic presents i I mean no one can choose a handbag quite like you i'm very good at choosing handbags you are very good at choosing handbags but uh but there are sometimes instances where you've chosen me presents where i'm completely scratching my head over over why why because because i bought you a t-shirt last week yeah last week richard bought me a t-shirt and well, first of all, he actually, as he said, we all talk to each other on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or whatever all the time. Uh, and he'd sent me uh, a photo to say he'd bought me um, some stuff and he'd bought some stuff for the boys while he was away. And then he sent me a photo of this T-shirt and I thought, oh, well, OK. And it just said pee and poo on it with two little Yay. cartoon characters. And one I thought, poo, a pee. And I thought, oh, that's funny. You know, that must be for one of the boys. No, no, it was a T-shirt for me. I bought it for you. It's not even like a nice, sexy lady it cut It says fit. pee and poo. Yeah, I know. I'd never seen a t-shirt with pee, so I thought, do you know what, I'm going to buy it for my wife. But it's got these like... You spent the last God knows how many years with the children changing nappies, yeah, cleaning I know. toilet and incidents. Don't get me and wrong. And I thought, wow, she'll really get this. Don't get me wrong, we have two boys, the poo emoji, we have we have a hundred poo emoji cushions and, you know, poo is hilarious, but poo and pee on a t-shirt. And, they, and they're some sort of cartoony characters... But not even like a well well known thing like the poo emoji, just some random drawing thing. Of a poo. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to do poo emoji. It wasn't poo even Mr. Hankey. You know, if you'd bought me a t shirt with Mr. Hankey the Christmas yeah, Mr. poo, Mr. I would have been Hankey's up for it. Mr. Hankey's trademark. You can't just take someone's trademark. This was an artiste in Covent Garden. An artiste. He's probably, you know, he, he When am I even going to wear a t shirt that says pee and poo on it? You could wear it today. You could wear it to do the podcast. We could we could video stream this. I'm going to wear it in my... It's not even going to be a secret single behaviour. I'm just going to wear it just, just it normally bed. around the house. Yeah, yeah I'm going to wear it in bed. Don't worry in bed. That'd I'm going to wear bad. it in bed with my boots. How's that? Oh, you can wear it in bed. I, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I don't have a problem with that if you wear the boots. But it was just a, what were you thinking gift? And the other time... I bought you lingerie as well. Yeah, well, that's, that's an easy I always one, isn't it? Lingerie. Yeah. But uh, the the other time I had a gift, I had a, a rainbow striped knitted jumper. It was amazing. That was, you know, knitted. Really heavy wool. By Peruvian. Peruvian orphans out of 
yeah, wild so, goats or something. It, it, it was amazing. It was really expensive. And it was the way Richard said, I saw it. I thought it was so you. It was so you. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a, I love bright colours. That was when your mum came to stay with my mum. When yes. we were the whole family. And both mothers, mothers both mothers looked at this jumper and said, oh, isn't that, pause, <laughs> colourful. <laughs> and I, I think that was I their way. Lot, of, I put a lot of thought into that gift. You did, and I put a lot of thought into how we could plan our day to involve a trip back to the shop for you to return it for a full refund, you which did. you did. Yeah, I still don't really understand how you thought it was me. It, it wasn't me at all. I it was scratchy. thought it was gay pride. I thought it was colourful, warm, tasteful, ethical, ethical, handmade by orphans in in a, probably sitting in a car tire somewhere in the middle of a rainforest. Either way, it was just it was just the worst gift ever. And I don't think and I've given you... broke their hearts by sending it back. I don't think you I've bought you any, any bad gifts. I'm very thoughtful in the gifts for you, or um, practical. But I've not. I've certainly not bought you a poo and pee t-shirt. I mean, what is that even all about? What have you bought me that... You buy me weird stuff. Because I'm very difficult, but I, I have everything. Or, or I have three of everything. I buy you novelty stuff. You mostly. buy me novelty stuff because, I mean, I, if I want something, I just go and get it and it makes it impossible for me to buy for... But the sort of things that I really need, we always say haven't been invented yet. The technology I want isn't available, so you can't buy me it. And all the big ticket stuff I have already, so I would hate you to spend a lot of money on me. So, yeah, all the stuff that people buy me, it's, it's mostly alcohol, isn't it? People like to buy me gin. I get a lot of gin. People yeah. buy me gin. I think, I think they've realised that if, if, we you have have gin, gin, if you have a few gin, if you have a bit of gin... Then you're a bit talky for a bit, and then you go a bit quiet. quiet. So I think that's probably why. So they they buy it to inebriate me. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about? Um, I think the other thing I wanted to talk about, I feel like this is all these podcasts, I feel are always just basically some sort of assault on you by myself. They are. And I think think that people are just used to the fact that this is your ability to spend half an hour out of the seven day week to basically to get your revenge on me okay uh well my last thing and it's just going to be a a quick one is uh well i say it's going to be a quick one Uh, it was about hang on stop quick one what are we talking about the thing i wanted to talk about you said quick what what am i going to be embarrassed by this or no no i just mean it's not going to be for a long time Um, but the irony is i was going to talk about what i would call a man minute a man minute Oh, okay, I get it. I think I I may have touched on this before because it definitely applies in a bathroom situation. But when you say, "Oh, we're going to do something," yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be five minutes, and I'm like, "Is that five normal minutes or is that five man minutes?" Because you know, I'm one of these people. I am. If I've got to go somewhere, I've got to be doing something. I can do it quickly. You know, I've got to have a shower. I've got to wash my hair, and I've got to get dressed and get the boys out the door. I can do that in twenty minutes. In 20 minutes, Richard could just about finish shaving his face. Yeah, but I'm very old-fashioned. I use, you know, I don't use a normal razor, do I? I've got this whole cutthroat thing going and have, you know, have had for years and years and years and years brush and soap and stuff. And shaving for me is one of those things which, it's my time. I know, but... It I can't just, do it too fast or I end up in casualty. But it just applies cut. all the time. You know, I'll say, oh, you know, dinner's going to be ready and I give all these countdowns. It's going to be 10 minutes. It's going to be five minutes. I'm just putting it on the plate now and, and I'll get this. Yeah, I'm just coming. I'm just coming. And... Uh, I come down, you've all finished. And then we've all finished eating because you've taken too long. I think it's because you get so distracted sometimes. I do. I get stuck in email. I get stuck in conversations and stuff. And, and my working day sometimes is 15, 16 hours. So. Whereas for me, particularly when food is involved... 
that I will de- I will make the minimum delay because I I want to be eaten. I want I'm hungry. I want that food. But uh, but that seems to somehow pass you by. Even if you're hungry, you just get so engrossed in things, and just just stuff seems to take forever. Even when you're like, we need to get our shoes on and go now. I can get my shoes on, kids. Velcro shoes, obviously. And then there's Richard with his steel toe cap boots. Take blimmin' ages to do all the laces. I am socially adapt, not socially inept. I am capable of looking at my watch. It's just you know, I I I savor things. I know, but I think this is a thing on the whole. I mean, you I'll do it see, in a minute. I'll you, do it now. It'll take a minute. You I'll, always I need see half an hour. stuff about, you know, getting ready to go on a night out and women taking ages to do their makeup and stuff like that. I am not that. I am not that woman. I take five minutes to do. I can do anything in five minutes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I like to sort of, I don't know, prepare myself and make myself look moderately human. Or you just like to spend most of the time engrossed in doing some email or something else and then just quickly in a panic put some clothes on and that's that's the worst thing that i I was going out the door yesterday trying to pick something to wear i I was in meetings in london yesterday and you were just like you can't wear that with that that doesn't go with blue that doesn't i think one of the guys at work said to me the other day he said i can tell that you dress yourself and i didn't know whether he was being complimentary or whether he was just like did you get dressed in the dark sunshine before what and I, I, th- I think when I'm staying in a hotel, sometimes I do panic that you're not there to say, does that coordinate with what? Because you look a bit special. You always look special to me. I always look special to you. Well, I tell you what, maybe I need a, maybe I need a personal dresser. Maybe that's what I should get for Christmas. Maybe some, I don't know, a voucher to help me understand what I should be buying clothes shops rather than just my standard stuff. Maybe just, well, I'll make you a uniform. That'd a uniform easier. would be good. A uniform would be good. Same trousers, same top every day. I'd be happy with that. I'd be absolutely happy with that. In fact, when I do go away and stuff to America, I do normally take four pairs or three, four pairs of identical shirts and identical trousers. So just, you know, people probably think I probably wear the same thing every day, but I'm not, honestly. Well, there you go. There's your Christmas present sorted. My Christmas present. A uniform. A uniform. But but then again, what's all people... A uniform and the the American Power Rangers for the... um, for the, for the days when you're not at work. Perfect, so you still want, So you want me to get myself... I, th- I think if I got myself an American Power Ranger outfit, I think you'd overpower me. Guys, you've been listening to episode three of Not Quite the Afterglow. Don't forget you can find us on our Facebook page. Just search Not Quite the Afterglow. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe via iTunes on your Apple device. If you are an Android user... We recommend using CastBox, available free from the Google Play Store. Find us on Facebook. Search Not Quite the Afterglow.